Hey, hey, everybody, Kevin here with Pursuing Pixels, and welcome back to another edition of Save It for the Cast. And as per usual, I'm going to kick the ball over to uh, John Randall and I for all sorts of mostly video game chat, some kind of behind the scenes planning what we're going to talk about, kind of like making some pseudo more New Year's resolution games, more like, hey, should we sync up and coordinate on playing this? All sorts of stuff. We kind of talk about like games that have super detailed uh, animated sprites or whatever. Maybe they're not sprites, but just super detailed animations and how sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Kind of all over the map, and we even get into some uh, wrestling chit-chat at the very end. Uh, This is from uh, an episode that we recorded uh, right at the start of the year. It's actually the first session that we uh, sat down and recorded some episodes after I moved to Michigan. Um, And yeah, it was the first episode we recorded of the new year. But obviously, yeah, just some behind the scenes chit chat and whatnot with uh, John Randall and I. And we'll get to that in just a minute. But as always, I got to talk about some of the games that I've been playing lately. And uh, yeah, I think I mentioned last Save It for the Cast that I had been kind of playing some stuff on Xbox Game Pass and had initially that was almost my main thing that I intended on talking about was some of those games. And then I got sidetracked on whatever else I was talking about, the Ludum Dar uh, Game Jam stuff. I guess that's always good, almost always going to get me sidetracked anyways. But over the last few weeks, I've definitely been leaning heavily into my Xbox Game Pass, mostly at night. I've just been kind of like laying in bed at the end of the night and just kind of like, you know what, I'm going to play something like a little more casual, not in every case, sometimes some more hardcore stuff. But the the game that uh, kind of sparked the Xbox, uh, other than just finding it in the garage and like, oh, you know what, it's getting kind of cold in the winter here in Michigan. Maybe I should maybe I shouldn't leave this uh, thing in the garage and maybe I should get it out of here. Uh, and so I brought it up uh, stairs, hooked it up, got everything all set up, like I was saying last week. And uh, yeah, the game that kind of initiated that uh desire to want to hook it up other than just finding it like I said uh was hi-fi rush I feel like I'm just repeating myself over and over here but uh yeah hi-fi rush just immediately caught my eye they kind of like shadow dropped it if you will like oh this game is announced and it's out right now um and it's you know it's got a really awesome cell shaded art style I know that uh Randall has this game's caught his eye as well I know he hasn't had a chance to play it yet uh he actually uh is in Michigan at the moment as of the time of recording this anyways and uh We'll definitely be planning on talking about some of the we got a chance to hang out at least once while he was in town, maybe one more time before he leaves, but most likely not. I know he had uh, him and his wife and uh, their daughter had like their schedules all lined up like, okay, we got a.m. for this day, p.m. for this day. Like he he was like, hey, you want to come over at 930 in the morning? And we ended up just going around to all sorts of video game stores uh, and there's all sorts of new ones here in Michigan. I think every store we went to was a place we had never been before, so and uh, we're pleasantly surprised, so I'm looking forward to chatting about that uh, with Randall next time we're able to sync up. Uh, he's in town in Michigan at the moment, and then right after he leaves, I'm going back to Chicago to visit John and some other of our pals and get the rest of my stuff. But anyways, getting sidetracked and not talking about video games, back to Hi-Fi Rush here. Um, I really, really have been impressed with this game. In spite of some gripes, like some of the tutorialization in the beginning is like really kind of choppy and dicey. I'm almost like, is is this a tutorial or is this like... Am I supposed to be doing something? Am I just watching a video? It's just sort of a little bit janky and jarring at times, but and and to go kind of in that router is I don't even know how to describe what I'm trying to say, but like in that same vein or a similar vein, uh, even like the character, your main character, Chai, kind of has this like, I don't know, just kind of snarky attitude and you're playing as them and you're just kind of like, I don't even know if I want to be this character. You know, it kind of seems like a jerk, <laughs> just like overly confident, cocky. I mean, there's been a million video games that have used that kind of trope for a character, or even movies, you know, as like that's your kind of hero character, kind of like a bumbling idiot. But, you know, figures, you know, ends up being like his cockiness gets 
ends up paying off most of the time, even though it ends up getting your character into more trouble and then you have to play tougher levels or whatever. But it's a really cool. It's almost like a, I think of it as like as far as like the action, like combat goes, it's kind of like an old school, like the first three God of War games where there's just like waves of enemies and they you just got to clear them, clear the area and then you move on to a little platforming, a little puzzle solving here and there. Uh, but again, like the cell shaded, just really vibrant, like it almost looks pretty similar to uh, I actually had to double take like, is this the same studio? It looks pretty similar to Sunset Overdrive, but it's not uh, from the same studio. But yeah, there's a few gripes here and there. Like we were talking with our pal uh, Nick McConnell online, like saying like it sounds like we had a lot of the same gripes, like the run speed, the tutorialization stuff like yeah, just when you're like platforming in between combat sections, like you're just kind of like running. Everything in the game happens to the rhythm of the music. So even your attacks, your your goal is to kind of input all of the buttons to the rhythm of the music. And then your character kind of executes them on the next beat of the music, if that makes sense. It takes a little getting used to, but I've honestly been super impressed. I've been playing on my Xbox One, which unfortunately the game uh, cannot be downloaded on there. You can only uh, play it via the Xbox like cloud app or whatever which apparently is still in beta, according to like the top of the screen when you boot it up. But uh, I really wasn't expecting this to work so well. I was like, oh, I'm just going to try this real quick just so I can get a little taste of this game and see what it's all about. And then, you know, maybe have something to talk about it on the podcast or if Randall ends up playing it, too. Uh, but I ended up getting sucked in a little bit. I haven't played in a few days, but uh, I think I've beaten the first four or five levels. And I really like how the game is broken up into stages like that. So even though it has that kind of God of War feel, it feels like a little more broken up. You're like, OK, I get like a ranking at the end of each stage. And that's where the timing comes into play. So even if you're off the beat on your inputs, your character Chai and the, and the other characters that kind of come through and support you, there's all sorts of mechanics. It's almost a little bit confusing at times, like they're throwing too much at you and they kind of pace it out sort of weird. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of things to gripe about in this game, but at the same time, it just kind of keeps pulling you forward or at least pulling me forward. Uh, and just like yeah, even the music, like it's a rhythm game. I'm not really that into the music. They use a lot of like actual like band songs, you know, like one of the first songs in the game is from the Black Keys. I don't really like them. And then it goes into the Nine Inch Nails. It works for the boss battle, but not really that into them either. Like I'm not really for a rhythm game. The music is kind of blah, even the like songs that are written for the game. Like they have a good like jet set radio kind of energy to them that like kind of punky I don't know distorted guitar I don't, I don't know how to describe it but it's just that kind of like Sega guitar rock <laughs> sound I don't know uh but yeah I've, I've been having a great time with the game and I do intend to go back to it and I don't want to wait too long because yeah you, they do keep kind of like throwing new mechanics new characters new not necessarily playable characters but they're sort of like helper characters almost like you would get in a an RPG or something like a, a familiar or something like that but yeah, really cool game, and I'm, I'm not going to dig too deep into the mechanics beyond that because uh, Randall and I might end up talking about this in the future or if I just keep playing more of it. But one of the other games that I've been bouncing to and a little bit more frequently as of late is just playing some Banjo-Kazooie on Xbox Game Pass, and it's still, I think we've talked about this on the podcast at some point in time. I know that we've just been like, oh man, those remakes on for, you know, from way back on Xbox 360, like even when you boot this game up now, even if you're doing it via like the rare replay or whatever, which I'm not, I'm just kind of booting it independently on Game Pass. And it just like it still like logs into Xbox Live Arcade. It even logs into like but it like kind of goes through an old like antiquated, like even your achievement notifications pop up Xbox 360 style. Like it's very much of that era. But even so, they really were able to take those N64 games, and I, I have only played a little bit of uh, Banjo-Tooie, but back to Banjo-Kazooie, like having played a ton of the N64 game, it's like, and, and a ton of this, although I never beat either one, 
Um, and that's kind of why I started booting this up. I was like, you know, I only ever got to the world where you transform into the pumpkin and I never really got beyond that. I don't think in the first game I got stuck at some point. Uh, and yeah, I've been really having fun in spite of some gripes again. Like I'm still like, where the heck do I go? I'm kind of just letting myself be a little more lax and like, okay, let me just look up how to, you know, get into Clanker's Cavern. Like I'm like, okay, I got, this is where I'm actually at right at this moment. I need to, I looked up, I need to swim through that key hole down at the bottom of the water area or whatever. Uh, that's like kind of plugged to detach Clanker from the ground, kind of unanchor them from the bottom. So but to me, it's like, man, I, I really other than just maybe trying to swim through it. But I was thinking I must need to trigger something to turn that key. Um, yeah. So there's like some obtuse, like, what the heck am I supposed to do? Or even just some like, like, oh, man, I got all the way up here. And then I fell all the way down from some cheap. I, I'm trying to think there were like a few frustrating moments that I had. But for the most part, I really have been just enjoying like running around these worlds. I really I think I've said this before, too, but it just like takes everything that was great about Super Mario 64 and just streamlines it so well even like the way the most impressive thing honestly is like when you pick up an item for the first time like in if you think back to like zelda or certain games uh, there's a ton of games that do this where you pick up a rupee for the first time or pick up whatever and then it does like a little pause and you hold it over your head and it does whatever tells you what it is and sometimes at the start of certain games it's like man that can be really really tedious when there's a few bunch of different items to get um but in this game it really kind of lets you like just pick something up and then there's like a little character dialogue box like for that thing, like the eggs that you get to shoot out with Kazooie. Like they actually are just like bobbing along on the ground while you keep playing the game. And it just like describes like, you know, they tell you a little joke. It's all, you know, pretty cleverly or at least cutely written dialogue, uh, all kind of in like puns and riddles or maybe not riddles so much, but rhyming sequences for the most part. It just such a well crafted game experience and just being able to like grab the different jigsaw pieces and know like, okay, there's 10 of them in every zone and there's the Jinjos I got to get that. You just kind of know what you need to do. It never interrupts you. It never kicks you back out of the level and jump back in, start from scratch. It also doesn't do like anything where like, oh, you can't do this challenge until you've triggered this event. There might be a, a move you need to learn or something to get to a certain area. But other than that, it's like, oh man, I, I really have been enjoying playing that Banjo Kazooie remake before bed and uh do intend to hopefully beat it and then just roll right into Banjo Tooie. Uh, I'm hoping to do some streaming of that when I get some time and when I'm just feeling a little bit better. My back uh, and whatnot has not been cooperating as much as of late, but uh I did also want to give a quick shout out to I know I mentioned Vampire Survivors while I was talking about Stelloop last week, which was a game created for a game jam uh, by the developer of Revita. And uh, was very inspired by Vampire Survivors. And I had mentioned last week, like, you know, I've never played it and I, it doesn't really look up my alley. And so I was like, OK, it's on Game Pass. I got my Xbox all hooked up. Let me install it. And even still, like for the longest time, the game was like a dollar or two dollars. I think it's five bucks now that it's like out of early access and fully released. But again, being on Game Pass, I was like, I have absolutely zero excuse not to check it out. And I got to say, I got pretty hooked in. I, I only played maybe four or five runs, maybe six. I, there's four different characters you can play as. You got to unlock them all. Uh, other than the very first one. But uh, yeah, I got pretty sucked in. I ended up playing for like a good hour or two. And just like it's one of those games where even though it's totally random and I, you know, I'm not saying anything that hasn't been said about this game already, I'm sure. But like you do kind of like as opposed to uh, like when I'm playing Downwell or Cave Blazers or certain other roguelikes that have a bunch of different random buffs and power ups, like I do tend to kind of like hope that I'm going to get the ones that I like the most or, you know, you end up leaning into whatever you get because you have to, but you do kind of like hope for certain things or even in Downwell, if you make it to the end, you're more than like more likely than not, you're going to have most of the stuff that you want. But in Vampire Survivors, it's like it's just totally random. And you, there's so many different items that you do kind of have to say, OK, I'm just leaning into like 
buffing the shit out of this projectile or I'm going to lean into like just making my whip crazy and you know it's just top down utter chaos uh it looks a little better in action than it looks when I've seen like screenshots or little gameplay clips on Twitter or even in the trailer like for whatever reason maybe it's because they show clips of like the complete chaos but like it's it's certainly not the most you know flashy looking game by any stretch of the imagination but it it does look better than I had envisioned it in my head at least when you're playing it at least it, it feels better or something but yeah, I really did get kind of sucked into it. And I do intend on like, okay, I got to play a little more with all these characters. I like the kind of unlock system. I mean, it's it's a little grindy as a lot of roguelikes are, but it's like got this different, like you can buy permanent perks on the main screen and like keep those activated, but you can sell them back to re-equip certain things. Or if you're like, hey, you know what? I want to equip these other buffs permanently, starting buffs or whatever with this other character. It might work a little bit better. It might be tedious to do that. I haven't played enough to like, I haven't unlocked enough things to where I'm like swapping out 10 or 20 different things, but you can like level things up a ton of different times. It is a little grindy in that regard, which is not my favorite thing, but for an addictive kind of arcadey experience. And it doesn't feel it's one of those games. I don't think you're necessarily trying to beat anything. I could be totally wrong, but I feel like I'm just trying to like last as long as I can. You know, it's more of like a survival, you know, wave horde base game. So I'm kind of thinking it thinking of it more along those lines and really having a good time. Although I do think there are uh, different like zones you can unlock different levels, if you will, even though I think they're just, you know, just different terrain and whatnot. But I could be totally wrong. But at the risk of rambling on and on and on here, which I've already done enough of, uh, I'm going to leave it there for the uh, video games chit chat on my end. Uh, I was even going to lean into I've been playing some of that uh, after that Nintendo Direct. I've been leaning into the Game Boy, Game Boy Advance stuff. But that seems perfect to save for uh, Randall and I because I got a little sneak peek at his uh, analog pocket while he was in town uh, playing some homebrew stuff. So, yeah, we'll save that for a future episode uh, when we can all sync up. But until next week, we will uh, catch you then and take care. to visit us did you sleep on top of the covers i might have <laughs> no i don't think so okay was there it, a blanket on was there a blanket on top of the covers no i definitely covered up with something okay because it looked like then you did an immaculate job of oh i made that bed. bed i made that bed pretty nice like you the like <laughs> uh, like when you left like i came into the bedroom and i was like did he sleep on top of the bed? Like, <laughs> I was like, cause like you, you would like been like, say is like, Oh yeah, I, I sleep on the floor all the time. I don't want to put you guys out. And I'm like, Kevin, did you, I, <laughs> did you not? I did as a kid. I used to, uh, like, you know, my mom would always be like, you gotta make your bed. You gotta make your bed. Mm-hmm. So I would actually sleep in a sleeping bag on top of my bed or no. on the floor. But like, and then just cram my sleeping bag in the closet. Oh <laughs> my like, God. Kevin. Bed stays made all the time, baby. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. I figured this one out. <laughs> Too smart for you, Mom. Checkmate, Ma. <laughs> uh, I'd like to see you make my bed faster than that, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Oh my god. But yeah, I did like I did sleep on the floor sometimes just because I thought it like in my head, I was like, oh, the firm floor is good for my back. And I I did that at my apartment sometimes too, but I don't know. It goes back and forth. I think I just I'm in pain all the time and yeah. some days I have good days and some days I have bad days and it's 
has nothing to do. Well, maybe it has something to do with where I sleep or how I sleep, but there's so many other factors. It's hard to isolate yeah. which one. <laughs> right. Yep. Right. I ended yep. up sticking with the water. I was going to grab a beer and I was like, you know what? I was like, I, I didn't think it was a good idea earlier. So why chance it now? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we got uh, I figure I'll do vertical mouse Turgenev study. I might mention like another game or two because I was testing it out for a bit. I'm going to be mentioning uh, then, more equipment as well when I talk about my video game. Nice. Nice. Oh, nice. I think I have a inkling. Um, bug snacks and then uh, Battle Circuit and Streets of Rage 4. That rules. Um, and just like beat em ups in general. I'm very, I'm very fond, very fond of this lineup here. This is yeah, good. I, I like this lineup <laughs> here as well. Um, both for like the conversational stuff, because the vertical mouse, I'm kind of curious to pick your brain about it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, being that you've used one for a bit. Ooh, oh, yeah. Um, I didn't know that. Randall, because yeah, you said you've had one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and then what was I? Oh, yeah. You know what I was going to say? Because one other thing that I got for Christmas was, uh, remember last year for Christmas, I got those two. Uh, Super Nintendo like bitmap books. Yeah, like, I got like the the unofficial like it's not every Super Nintendo game, but it's just kind of like the dictionary you know kind of thing encyclopedia. B A sprite art all over the place. Yeah, and then I got the other one that's just kind of like a pixel art book for Super Nintendo. I got the NES one this year, but I just saw today like one of somebody that we follow. I think they actually work at Riot Games. I can't remember hmm. uh, their name off the top of my head, but they had posted that they got a new bitmap books, and it's called. It's called like going straight or going sideways or something like that. And it's like same style book, but all about beat em ups. And Whoa. I was like, oh, this is this is Randall all the way. Oh. Like it looks the same quality, but just like I don't know if it's arcade strictly or if it's like beat em ups across the board. But I was like, ooh, baby. Yeah, it looked very nice. They like took a couple snapshots of like their unboxing of it. And I was like, ooh, I might need to get that. Oh, man. For real, though. It looks really cool. Like the, they showed like an, the opening page, like just had like all the different like go symbols that go. like tell you to go to the go to the next screen. Oh. I was like, oh, yes. That's Battle so Circuit has an incredible go uh, logo in particular, actually. Now that you mentioned that. Yeah, that's uh, that's always such like a great. I don't know, just satisfying just like some achievement. old dude. I'm not sure what. Go. Yeah, I think it's like the guy that gives you your missions or whatever. But yeah, he's just in that little. That little logo it's it's really cute i nice. i miss that like era of or like late super nintendo like like street fighter level or king of fighters level sprite detail Hell yeah just like oh they're like huge sprites every like single sprite in. every single animation is an individual like frame yeah like so every yeah. attack has like oh mm, mm. yeah yeah, it only really works for like those genres, like fighting games, yeah. beat 'em ups, because like you get into like, you know, Prince of Persia or like those games that like really detail, even like modern games. Like I've, I mean, I've played a lot of hand drawn games that do feel good to play, but I've played some like, I'm like, man, this game looks awesome and it looks like it plays good. But then when you're the one playing it, you're kind of like, oh, there's a little disconnect between the, I don't know, the animation and the movement, but not so much. Well, I was going to say, um- I've never, I haven't actually played Skullgirls, but I know the artist on that, or like the main artist for Skullgirls, like she does like incredible levels of detail oh, and animation. Art. And like, it's, yeah. it's the same thing, but it's just hand drawn and like 
but like it's animation so it's yeah done with that it's the it's like same level of animation yeah, yeah, yeah. just sp- instead of sprite art it's hand drawn but like every single attack has so many frames of animation that are so detailed like yeah ugh. like a guilty gear sort of approach yeah. it's just insane yeah. oh, to put that God. level you, of effort in it's, have you it's guys insane seen the have you guys seen the clips from the like most recent Guilty Gear game? Yeah, it looks have you, fucking have you seen sick any of it? as it shit. It looks amazing, yeah. dude. I was like, I haven't, I haven't been like hyped about a fighting game in a long time, and I was that, like, oh my god, I want because that game. I XV? could never play a fighting. I think like, so. I'm so garbage at fighting games. Like, I could never do like an online thing. Like, oh yeah, it's, it's terrible. Like, I the last game, the last fighting game I bought, and just kind of because I got swept up in the hype, I got Marvel vs. Capcom three mm. for. Uh, playstation 3 or whatever i got like the collector's edition but it was like yeah anytime i played online i just got my ass kicked and then anytime i played with friends it was just like i didn't really know what i was doing Same. i don't know cool game ish but never oh, got to strive strive is the latest strive. guilty gear yeah game. okay it i've just seen a few like game like you know just clips of like finishing moves and stuff i'm like oh, the way like the camera pans and stuff like that those are gorgeous oh, games yeah yeah it's unreal i was i was shocked yeah. Um, video games God. they've gotten really good these days <laughs> they're not not half bad not half bad <laughs> not half bad but at uh, least some of those not- series that are like not just the most mainstream of mainstream have still managed to stick around that's cool oh yeah dude yeah. Pockin was such a good version of Tekken I never got a chance to play it but I always oh, looked at it from Pokemon afar one? I yeah, played I about that game. I played a decent amount of the Wii U version and like I Did they put that out on Switch? They did. Yeah. yeah. They did. That was one of those they Wii U games that, that I wasn't going to rebuy because I'm like yeah. I played a ton of it. I know I'm not going to play a bunch more. So, I was just like, yeah, I got I got my money's worth out of that game originally, but it was so fun. Like god, I loved also like it seemed like arbitrary like it i'm not sure if like the developers who were specifically working on it just picked their favorite pokemon or they picked like <laughs> yeah, the seemed, most seemed like popular mix like some of them like made any fighting pokemon made sense like sure blaziken yeah. was like a starter and also a sick as shit and super popular i was like hell yeah but i'm like is weevil really that popular weevil. like That's so yeah. funny i ended up using weevil like a ton <laughs> so it was like all right i guess i'm a weevil main <laughs> like now i <laughs> It's like a pretty no. pretty limited roster, right? Like considering yeah. you're you're working with like a po like thousands of Pokemon to pick from, there was what like twenty characters. But still, if pretty that. big. Like it was just okay. yeah. But yeah, like a, a fighting game size roster. Yeah, obviously yeah. they're not. Yeah, actually. any any Pokemon fans gonna have some of their favorite Pokemon missing? Obviously, I'm pretty sure there were two versions of Pikachu and one of, or maybe wow. it was Pikachu and it was Lucha Pikachu, Pikachu. Pikachu Libre. Pikachu yep. Libre, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it was Pikachu Libre, oh, brother. Oh fucking oh, brother. brother. <laughs> oh god, what a good. I remember they put out a specific controller for that, and I'm like, ooh, that's my sort of sicko. Do I want to buy this game because they released specific hardware for this one game that I've never played before? I might. Yeah. I'm thinking oh, about it. It makes yeah. you think, like, well, if they care enough about the game to like make I, this yeah. extra piece of thing, like, it must be a good game. Uh-huh. Must be must warrant the equipment. Uh huh. God, what if yeah, I play Pocket again? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that that could, might be your game of the year in 2023. <sighs> Who knows? I'm, I I do want to. Did we talk about? I know we talked about it 
previous, but did we talk about like coordinating on Star Fox Zero Mission? No, but uh, I don't think can so. Can we but... talk about that? Sure, I'll I'll get over the motion sickness of <laughs> like inverting <laughs> controls because which one is Zero ooh. Mission again? Wii U, baby. Yeah, Wii U, and it has I don't a think cockpit. I even have that one. It has a cockpit view on the gamepad. Yeah, and certain things you need to be in cockpit view for, and it is. It is a wild. It is not an easy transition to no. go from outside and then it came to inside. With that, uh, I don't think every version, but it came with like that Star Fox Guard game as well. Which that, yep. like, turn sold separately later. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I heard that was kind of cool. Actually, I never. I don't. I know zero about it other than the box art looked kind of cool. Maybe yeah. that's all I'm thinking of. I remember Miyamoto cool. being excited about it on those Nintendo directs when they had nothing else to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I got like. Yeah. <laughs> three or four missions in before i was like i i thought i would have gotten used to the control scheme by now and i just didn't same yeah same exact experience and we're both big star fox guys yeah so yeah like yeah i want to give it another shot me too let's do it let's, let's i'd love to hear about that because that's one month. that i wouldn't mind let's do i don't it think a, it's super let's expensive, do it a later so. month <laughs> Sounds good. I still yeah. I'm I'm so close to beating a couple of games that that works for me too. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll keep putting it off. Well, let's uh <laughs> let's read we come back to this at the holiday episode for 2023 and we'll be like uh, I don't want to yeah, make it my Fox. resolution, so let's just do it next year. I thought we were all going to play Chasm there as of last episode, so I mean, I'll go along with that or, or Zero Mission. Honestly, so, like, you know, I'll play some Chasm. I'll, yeah. I'll go. I'll dig back into that yeah. file. I Judging by sure. how much I, I was up it. the Castlevania collection on the Switch, I was like, yeah, might yeah. as well. Right. Yeah. Why yeah. Not? Honestly. God, I still Heck need yeah. to actually give those games another full shot too for what that's worth like that could yeah. be the next thing after zero mission honestly yeah if you got, yeah. If you got them they're worth which it. one harmony of of dis- dissonance or aria of sorrow or uh circle which well, one? well i mean i'm obviously biased and circle of the moon is my favorite but it's the slowest and it's the real well it's it's actually the fastest like base movement in any of the games because it doesn't have a dash okay so like hmm. It moves the fastest, but you will run into if you're playing it like I think you need to play basically vampire killer mode, which is you uh, type in Alucard as your name um, and mm. it gives you a, a hundred boost to all of your stats at the beginning. Oh. I cannot imagine playing that game without that, like because okay. even Noted. even with that, like it takes You'll run into like a portion of the game where it's like, oh, I just need to grind for like a while. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very well noted. Yes. Yeah. And, um, and I love the old school approach that way. You put in the name and it gives you a different experience. That's awesome. Oh yeah. my God. I do love that. So uh, also, I have a hundred percented Circle of the Moon, which is they have a after you beat the game. In every mode, well, once you beat the game, it gives you a passcode, which is you put in the name for the next one, and it only works after once you've beaten it. So you can't just enter uh, it without having beaten it, except for yeah. Alucard. Um, but uh, each one then will like basically zero out all of your stats except for one. 
So, like, I think Magician Mode is next, which gives you all of your, like, DSS cards from the beginning and gives you, like, maxed, uh, like, MP and, yeah. like, but yeah. you're basically one hit kill, like, oh of, of you. And then they give you uh, Fighter Mode, which I think is no DSS cards, but your um, main weapon attack, like, is the strong, like, so strong. Then there's uh, Thief Mode. Which is you have shit stats and everything, but you have like a hundred percent luck, so you get Ooh. item drops a hundred percent of the time. That's kind of fun, though. <laughs> it's fun, but it is literally everything is just <laughs> all right. I'm pausing the game using all of my potions, not unpausing the game. <laughs> like, yeah, you, you're still gaining experience though, as you would oh, in a normal playthrough, right? Yeah. So like, so it does it, it does slowly increase yeah, for everything out else a little bit over but, time. Yeah, Magician Mode is great because having every spell at the beginning of the game and being able to cast it multiple times is very fun and game-breaking. Oh, yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Bet, yeah. Uh, that does sound fun. Oh, man. And then I've never beaten Harmony of Dissonance, and Aria of Sorrow is great, but also Everyone super janky. Aria of Sorrow is great, so that's... Yeah. But no, I'm... Maybe, I, the, maybe the one. Circle of the Moon is the one that, you know, I bought first, obviously. And, you know, huh? I'm Might down. as well start from square one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you if you thought that the Metroid soundtrack was tinny, boy, <laughs> do I have a first or the launch title for you. Right. That's the thing. It's a launch. So I give it, yeah, a lot of leeway that way. With the sickest, yeah. pluckiest bass in every song. It rules. <laughs> what a great thing. Those games do have cool soundtracks. Ugh. The little bit I've played of them. It's too busy playing the, the Game Boy Advance version of Choo Choo Rocket to play too much Ooh. Circle of the Moon during those days. Yes. Nice. Nice. Sega. What can I say? Sega. I think I have that one. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I might just have the Dreamcast version, but hey. great game nonetheless. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Nothing quite like that either. More puzzle Yeah, games, that's please. true. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Love that Sega energy, man. Love mm-hmm. that Sega energy. Especially Dreamcast. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, our, like all their games. I shouldn't say all their games. But a lot of their games have like that arcadey. Yes. Energy. By nature. Even when Cross Neek Plus. Yeah. I was just I was just thinking of that. I was like, that's probably the closest thing to Choo Choo. Not necessarily gameplay wise, but just like yeah. vibes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I could never beat that tutorial, man. Never could beat that tutorial. Get good, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. We're going to play the game called Does John Remember What Order the Digits of His Credit Card Are? Time to play <laughs> the game. A little wrestling. I heard Vince is trying to come back. No. WWE. Fuck off, <laughs> Vince. I just was no. reading that today. They're like, no. he's trying to sell the company, but he wants to tank it before he does No, it. dude. It's successful because you're not there anymore. Go, yeah. Stay away. <laughs> I was. I didn't read enough about it, but it was saying something about like them and AEW. I don't know if they're trying to like merge or something. What? Or, 
No, that's I, not I good either. Read, there should I be read, competition. Like, about it, I just saw. Yeah, uh, even when Cody went back, it was just like, "What is this, man? It's, like, this, yeah. isn't that the whole point of the AEW existing? Is so Cody could leave? Yeah, <laughs> like, right. practically, you know. But then, like, the competition's good because you know, like wrestlers like Cody can you know have a bigger platform or whatever, right? That's kind of the because there's competition you got more opportunities for more dudes and and ladies to to make their mark right yeah yeah he said it says uh vince mcmahon plots return to wwe to pursue a sale of the business what to cody no sense sell it to cody (laughs) cody Rhodes. it's been a long road i mean road to here baby that would be kind of wild if he sold to uh uh, Ted Turner, after all that time, Ooh, uh, yeah, know, he who owned WCW, and I think he's that would be crazy. Got a chunk of AEW, doesn't he? He was, I thought he was involved in some way or another financially. Is, is maybe I'm wrong. I, would, I don't, I don't know off the top of my head. But is WWE on TBS? I don't. I think it's just on its own. Like it's on like Peacock or something. Or no, but it's on. It's on like a bunch of different networks. It's, I think it's WWE on like TNT. Is still on Fox and USA. Might USA. USA. Yeah, that was it. They used to be like USA and like TNT or so. Or no, it was no, Fox. TNT yeah, because they made that huge Fox deal. Yeah, TNT is WCW, and then uh, well, I think it was, and then I think it's oh AEW back in the day, now, right? Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think so too, but I'm not. I'm I do not, not have the cable, sure. so I, I do I know, not I have it. Right. Yeah. We have it here at home, I guess, but I, I hardly ever watch it. Yeah, Ugh. I've I've become like an old man with like cable. It's like, and every time I go over to my parents for like holidays, I like look at the TV and I'm like, how does this thing work? Oh, uh, it's like it's it's overwhelming. It's like, what are y'all doing with this? You just flip I, through I, these all these channels. Yeah, even though it's. Even though there's nothing good on ESPN ever, I'm just like 202. It's the only channel I know. Just ESPN yep. and just see what Sports Center garbage is on today. Why yep. did I freeze? But, yeah. Don't freeze. Are you back? Why are all the computers oh. so old? Yeah, dude. Go. Oh, my God. Oh, there we go. did there we go. Yeah, there I, go. I mentioned in the Discord about how uh, <laughs> I tried running. Uh, what's it? It's not Vermintide, it's whatever the Dark Tide. The, the yeah the 40k version of vermintide and yeah. it like it, it was just like crashing on launch and it's like, <laughs> buddy your computer cannot run this and it's like it's like oh well like well i'll check what like gra- how out of date my graphics card is this is a, a computer from 2013 um and <laughs> yeah. like the graphics card was like 700 and something and like it's like we recommend at minimum a thousand and i was like oh that's an extra digit that's an extra digit that i don't (laughs) yeah it's a decimal place that's a decimal place factor it's like the 90s days like no you're not running this 3d game sorry it's not happening for you which is a bummer because by the time i get a computer that could actually run it there's not going to be an online well there might be an online community who knows every game has a yeah there's always a niche yeah PC especially seems a little bit better that way, right? Yeah, people will like build their own community if it's not right. there for yeah. them. You know, they're just like, screw it, we're doing it ourselves. Yeah. 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 Pretty cool stuff. Should we just roll right into the second one? Or you got anybody need a break or I might need another grab another bev. Another bevy, but we should yeah, also I could clap. Do... Should yeah, we clap yeah, when we yeah. get back? Sure. Either way is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's clap, clap when we get back. Clap when we get back. 